Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. We were going to have a totally different conversation than what we're probably going to have right now. And in like complete transparency, I was like in the middle of a breakdown and we decided to have this conversation instead. Um, And I want to start it by saying that I really meant it, Jay, when earlier this week I said to you that knowing that you have, um, it's going to make me emotional again, knowing that you have this understanding that you do. It's like this very wide understanding of like what we're going through. It makes me feel so safe. Um, And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so grateful that we get to share that with people in the way that we do. So sorry if I just made you emotional, but (laughs) can you just right now, because like right now is really intense. Can you just Mm -hmm. tell us what's going on right now? (laughs) And like what we can actually tangibly take a deep breath and like do with it. Mm. Yeah. I really believe that everybody listening to this is feeling the same kind of way. And it's because we are the ones who are more connected to something deeper in our lives, right? We have a closer, um, a tighter rope on our soul right? Than, than other people do. I think, you know, we're what we're all really terrified of is having so much slack, the distance between who we are and who our soul wants us to be, that it's just so far away. What is an amazing opportunity and a blessing that's being given to us right now is to cleave back to the soul, right? And almost what has happened in the last, well, certainly in the last three years, but I would extend it, um, into probably since 2008. And then if you really want to go back, um, there's a correction even in the generation above us because of all the excess of the 80s. And what happened was we all kind of got high on our own supply. You know, it was the first time and we have to see the beauty of that, of the first time any human beings probably got to witness the type of possibility and globalization and connection and abundance and access and borrowing money and all that stuff that we've probably ever had. I'm not a historian, so I'm sure. And I know there's been times in history where they've had abundance, but not in the same so hyper-connected, so um, taking on debt and taking on being seen by so many people and being able to, all that stuff. And for your life to change so quickly. There's an amazing stat that now the average person with a smartphone has more access to information than Bill Gates did when he was in the White House, right? So think about how exponentially that has grown. So what's happened to us, and this always happens with things that swing in history, right? You swing the arrow one way, you swing it back, 
almost to the extreme other side and then it comes into balance that is the that's how all of us create change internally individually and also collectively so what's happening now is that we've all gotten too high on our own supply right we were out there chasing the shiny carrots we were you know almost thinking that we were so smart because we can say spiritual things and we were almost you know getting so into like buying new clothes and getting the quick hits that those provided and all those things and none of those things inherently are bad but when that becomes the default operating system that you run your daily life on which it has for all of us seeking the outside worshiping false idols that remunerated quickly and gave us instant gratification there's always a cost to everything you spend time and energy on always and the cost is something else you could be doing instead and what we could be doing instead was having a deeper connection and it's so funny that you're saying this to me today because I was thinking this morning I know somebody yesterday that had a really really bad experience with um healers and again, you know, there's nothing that is inherently wrong or bad or good in this universe. It's about the consciousness that you plug into it. But they're having a really tough time today because of this session. And what it made me think was also spirituality is something that we seek for sometimes the wrong reasons, like that quick validation or the, um, you know, feeling like we're spiritual and whatever. And I think the main thing that life is doing to us now is to actually make us sit down, put ourselves in the naughty corner and say, what do you actually want? What actually matters to you? Because there's so many choices that you could engage your time and energy with, your two most precious resources. But if you don't have an intention about what you want to get out of those things, you can aimlessly get lost and in doing so lose connection to yourself in the endless hamster wheel of clothing, spirituality, being on social media, um, always having chaos in your life, always being addicted to trauma, always, there's a hundred different um, hits that you could be seeking, right? Um, and so the point is, is that before you engage your energy in something, this is really a time to think, what do I actually want? And what most of us actually want, because this air energy, this energy of this year is so light but to the point where it can be so ungrounding and all of us are already feeling that the point being that actually sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is get a job and go to the job every day and that will do more for your soul than going on a hundred retreats and the endless navel gazing might do less for you than just focusing on you know what I, what matters to me more in this world is an advocating for that one God-given passion that you were sent. Like the story you told me about the bird watching girl in Switzerland. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And also though, before we go in that direction, I want to point out something you just said when you're talking about this pendulum swinging and then us kind of having to like bring it back into this neutral state. I was also watching um, the Q&A that you did on your stories this week and Almost how you were talking about a combination of things you said made me have this thought, but you were talking about how we 
we are still reaching for these platitudes and thinking that they're going to be the answer to everything. Like, oh, this is true all the time. And this is true all the time. And if I know the rules, then I've got a handle on this. And the thing that I think you've really been leading the road you, you personally have been leading me and I think us down is this road more of taking responsibility for our own growth and knowing that we are intelligent and knowing that we are capable and that we don't need to just take the really simple phrase that someone says and pretend that we understand what it means and apply it. Mm. And as I was listening to you and as I'm listening to you now, what I'm really getting is that everyone goes through a growing up, right? But almost it feels like right now as a collective, we're growing up. We're mm. not, it's just, we're done. We're not acting like children anymore. We're not pretending like other people have our manual and have all the answers for us. We mm. have the answers and it's mm. time that we grow up and take responsibility as a collective, which mm. I think is why this growing up feels a little bit more intense than what our parents have said their growing up felt like. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's two, I think you, it's funny because I was thinking about that recently about how there's two kinds of growing up and there's two phases of growing up. One is you know, asserting your independence from your parents and all that kind of thing. And then there's a second growing up that probably comes a little bit later when you've established the sort of basic things, hopefully, that, you know, no one's coming to save you but you. What actually matters with, you know, is it Mary Oliver? Like, with that, what are you going to do with this one wild and precious life? It's like, oh, I get to choose. That's amazing. And also, I get to choose. That's scary. That's why I've been running from making the choice. And what is going to give you the most safety and security right now is to not kid ourselves that we that the choice is someone else's or the choice is the government's or the choice is the person that we follow on Instagram. The choice is ours. And we have to advocate for our corner of the world that is our passion, right? So if it matters to you to be a mom and you don't want to join the workforce and you don't have to, this is the time where it's almost like we can't afford and life is making us physically unable to afford playing those mind games on ourselves again. You know, it's like you just, it's like life is making us and pushing us more and more. This is going to happen to just be unable to care about the games that we used to play in our minds about stuff anymore, <laughs> you know? And I, it's really happening everywhere. It, it's it's so funny because it literally makes you want to cry and it makes you want to giggle at the same time. <laughs> I'm like going, I feel like that's kind of the feeling that I swing back and forth between recently because there's something so confronting about that, but something so enlivening about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it goes back to you are source, you know, you are the creator witness through one fragment of of a perspective and when we funnel everything that is divine into one small body right <laughs> that's uncomfortable yeah talk about it it's it's overwhelmingly weird and we have growing pains all the time and we feel small but we feel big and we feel existential but we also have to like you know, pick up the mail, like life is a weird concept. So once you accept the basic rules of the game, then you can say, okay, in that case, I can play 
according to these rules and I can know where I stand and what am I going to practically do knowing that this is true and accepting that this is true. For as long as we've been high on our own supply and kidding ourselves about, oh my God, no, I get filled up by other people thinking I'm so whatever, fill in your poison, right? Um, Or I get filled up by doing this or I get validation from doing that and it's keeping me in an addiction. That is denying the rules of the game, which is you coming to acknowledge life is a trip. It's weird. I have the power to transform it into something that I want, right? And if I have that choice, I can acknowledge that it's scary, but also that it might be the best thing I ever discover in this lifetime is that I have the power to do something that really mattered and I can paint on the canvas of life the way I chose. And once I choose that, wow, life gets behind me. And then, wow, once I choose that, I will be more fulfilled than anyone outside of me could ever tell me. And I will create a life path that has never been seen before. And getting even more existential, at the end, I will say, I did good. And that's what we all want. Someone said to me yesterday, the only thing you can take with you into the next whatever comes next is self-realization. And another person told me, Um, one of my early teachers said to me, you can't park your Ferrari at your gravestone. And as you're saying that too, all those beautiful things that we get to do when we understand the rules of the game, the hard things are still going to happen throughout that. And that's, Mm -hmm. I think part of it is realizing that that is part of the game too. Yeah. Having the breakdowns is part of the game. Having Mm -hmm. the, what if it's not going to happen? Existential, like, hopelessness and fear and existential insecurity like those things are all part of the game and as you're saying that there's nothing that you can acquire that's ever going to get rid of those feelings and life is so equal in that way and so your best bet is to not be shocked and rocked every time they come to you to not mistake that as meaning you're doing something wrong to sit with those things to listen to the messages they have to say and understand that they're coming to you because you're ready for your next level of life your next level of self-mastery and so again that's knowing that that's part of the game that gives you a sense of security because it's like okay that doesn't mean that I'm going to lose everything or I'm a bad person or whatever kind of things that it creates in you right and also it prevents you from then trying manically to embark on this journey where you think the purpose of your life is to never feel those things right when people talk about the purpose of life is to be happy if you mean fulfilled on a soul level and doing right by yourself yes but painting this story as if we're supposed to be happy 24 7 is i think doing a a lot of us a huge disservice because we want to feel at peace. We want to feel proud of ourselves. We want to feel fulfilled. We want to feel like we are self-actualizing. But life is always full of the full spectrum of human reactions, human emotions. And how wonderful that we are living in a time where it's becoming more acceptable to say these things because then we know we're not alone. And it's not just something that, you know, we're just, we're just the default human, you know, the, the, sorry, not the default, the, what do you call it? The defected one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually think what happened to me today is probably a good example of this too, to point out because what made what made me feel, because this, even though I had a breakdown, it's actually more of a breaking open because mm-hmm. the thing that we've gotten like a lot of feedback recently, like very positive feedback on the stuff that we've been sharing. And this is my first time like feeling like I'm, giving to people 
in a way that actually has like cracked me open. And so my breakdown is like, wow, it's like, holy moly, I have to stay in the right state to do right by people Mm. and, um, and by yourself and by myself. And that's beautiful. Like I feel emotional, but so elated by Mm. that realization. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm saying. Like when the hard things happen, they are Mm. cracking us open too. Yeah. And your feelings are always your friends. And you know, when we're as we're recording this, as we're recording this, um, it's Friday, the 26th of January. We've just had a really big full moon and we've just had Mars and Mercury um together in the sky for my um just to put it very simply, Mars is the planet of action. It's the planet of taking things by the horns. It's the planet of making stuff happen. It's also the planet though of being a little bit feeling anger, feeling frustration, feeling irritation, feeling sad, feeling mad. And it's next to, in the sky, Mercury, which is the planet of thoughts and communication, okay? So what's happening, we're getting this amplification in our thoughts around those kinds of feelings. And so I'm seeing it everywhere. And, you know, really the 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 message here is to not run from the anger or shame yourself for having the anger. It's to say, you know what? My anger comes up or my irritation or my sadness comes there to show me when something is really important to me. Because if it wasn't important, I wouldn't care about it. So are you angry about, I don't know, um, how someone is treating you? Good. Don't You don't have to take it out on that person necessarily. If you have a tendency to usually not speak up, this might be a time to speak up and vice versa. It's all about your individual soul's con- uh, correction. But the important thing is to say like, none of these feelings are bad. They come because they are like the universe and the whole team up there, whoever's up there is like, whoa, 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 we need to redirect this person. Let's send in. Okay, who wants to go in? Anger? Maybe shame is a better one for this. Hmm, Okay. And so it's perfectly crafted for you, for your life path, and also how you are not acting in alignment or how you could step up one level higher. And so it's such a huge blessing to feel anything. And that's what, you know, brings us back to one of my favorite sayings, which is, let there be nothing about me that I can't say to me about me and not be okay with. Because if you can accept any part of you that is feeling inside and just give it the airspace to just breathe, usually that takes the tension down because you're not then fighting against it. And then it can actually give you the, okay, this is what I'm going to do about it. Or this is what I need to change in myself. Or this is a new way of seeing things. And um, all of these things are the way that we are going to have to deal with stuff now. It's like, get grounded, face the reality, say it in the most raw, childish, babyish, spoiled way if you want, you know, throw your toes out of the pram, have that moment. And then give yourself the compassion of, oh, I can see why, because maybe there's a part of you that wants to be free and this is making you feel constricted and that's why you're angry. Or um, yeah, because you feel responsible and responsibility is scary as well as being exciting. And let's hold the um, possibility of having all of those things coexist inside of us rather than trying to escape by fitting us in these molds, these small inversions of ourselves that only act, only operate, only feel one way. If you have one lifetime to experience it all, like 
please let's and then let's use it to really elevate ourselves and to do the thing that really matters to us so I really do want you to tell the story of the the girl with the bird watching because I've kind of <laughs> back around okay <laughs> yeah well I flippantly you know said this you know when I've used examples of how you have to do the thing that you love and it will the universe gets behind you to help you create your dream life and I have previously said even if it's something that you think is so random like bird watching but tell the story of what okay I actually have in. another story to tell you after that story that both iterate that, that illustrate the same thing so yeah I was in Switzerland with Jenna and I was at I just was grabbing like a quick meal somewhere and the waitress we were just chatting and she was just there for the, the season as a waitress, but she's getting her master's in bird watching or something. Maybe it's not specifically bird watching, but I literally laughed out loud, not at her, but I was like, we use that example all the time. And I, she went to school, got her undergrad and then went and got a master's in birds. And she's now going to basically, she's like, the best thing I could possibly do with my life is hike every day and tag the birds so that we can study them. That to her is the most dream life she could possibly imagine. And I asked her, I said, have you always known that you were super interested in birds? And she said, yeah. I said, did your parents just encourage that in you? And she's like, yeah, they always just said whatever I want. Like they never said I had to do anything specific. They just said, do what you want to do with your life. And so I've always been interested in birds. And so I just kept falling down that path. And I I just was shocked because I'm like, I wish it was that simple for all of us. <laughs> that the other thing too about you know, following the thing that you're actually interested in, no matter what industry you're in. Mm -hmm. I met someone else recently who works in construction, carpentry, specifically a woman. How cool. And she is extremely interested in sustainability practices. And so she was on these job sites and noticing that there were they were just disposing of extra stuff, not in a necessarily sustainable way. And so as just like the carpenter or trade on this project, she went to the top person and was just like, listen, I have a better option for us. She made the call to um, Habitat for Humanity and she set up a whole new sort of process for them. She's a projector and I forget what her life theme was, but it literally had to do with helping people become more in touch with their earthly, like loving the earth, earthly love, which one was it's something Cross of Eden or something. Wow. And so I was just in awe again of, wow, she's a projector seeing an improvement mm -hmm. in the process and also doing her life theme, which is the purpose of her life, which is reconnecting us to earthly love and the love of, I don't, I'm not, I don't know exactly what that um, life theme is off the top of my head, but how crazy. Yeah. It's, it's just amazing because when you told me the story of the bird watching and you said like, she's like, I get to live like the, my dream life. Like I'm living, I have the best job in the world. And so instead of us trying to figure out what the only one and best job in the world is, and then all try and go there, like this is the way to do it. And what's so amazing is that's also the most spiritual thing you can do, I think. This year, especially, and next year probably as well, the most spiritual thing you can do is really root down into the being of who you are, your passions, what matters to you, double down on those passions. And then just literally go put your blinkers on and get so in love with your own process of self-actualizing. 
and get grounded in it because think about how much of a better world we would live in if everyone secretly thought they got the best thing to do with their time and energy would be. Think about how much resentment and jealousy and questioning and looking at other people and comparing and judging. Like that is so amazing to me that that just goes away when you feel fulfilled in yourself. It doesn't go away completely. Of course, there's still still things are going to come up, but how much we would move the needle if we just accepted our role instead of trying to think about how we can all become Gandhi or all try to become Elon Musk or the influencer or whatever. The best thing you can do is do your corner because your corner, think about all the nutrients in your piece of the garden that are going to spill into the soil next door. We know this when, you know, people spray stuff and it goes in the crops that are in the farms next door. It's the same way. If you have a beautiful piece of soil that you've nurtured and watered and garden, it is just going to spill into whoever you come into contact with because we read energy, right? You might just show even how someone of a human being like you that is so whatever, fill in something you become that's great and just someone else might see that and that might change their whole worldview. And that's not even before you've even started trading a product or a service or something that you do for other people. So I think what's amazing and beautiful about this time is it's making the other options so untenable and so not cool anymore and so unfun that it's giving us a push to go to this now because we're like, okay, well, this really isn't working anymore and we were spinning our wheels trying to get to somewhere and we realized we were on a hamster wheel so it was never going anywhere. You can buy 25 handbags, the excitement lasts for two seconds and buying 25 more ain't gonna change that. (laughs) So, and (laughs) it's not that fashion, you know, I don't wanna say anything is more shallow than the other and that's why I always pull in like the spiritual industry and spiritual pursuits too because it runs from the sublime to the ridiculous. It's about if fashion really matters to you, please stop doing the spirituality even maybe, you know? Um, So let's just get really grounded, really honest with ourselves. And this is really the gift that we're being given right now. And I want you to know that there are no feelings that you're feeling right now that are unacceptable, that make you unworthy, that make you crazy, that make your feelings about what you want to do with your life unjustifiable because your real feelings about what you choose to do more of this less of that yes to this no to that if we radically radically like let's go on this experiment together if we radically listen to what our souls feel like doing instead of diminishing that as silly or frivolous or irresponsible let's go and see what we can do with this world when we do that And I just want people to know if you're listening and you haven't done and seen any of the workshops that we've shared on the app recently, Mm -hmm. something that Jenna is very gifted at is she, you, you do have this um, ability to see and understand the cogs and how they're moving us and also what we need in order to thrive within that structure. So I want people to know that those workshops we're going to continue to do them. Mm. And we're a little after the fact with what was happening over the weekend, this coming out after the weekend, but we are being very intentional about making sure that we share those workshops that you are prepared as these cogs are moving Mm. and know what to do with them um, so that we can, you know, all do this together. Yeah. And the workshops really are 
you know, the deeper dives into what's going on, what's happening when the new paradigm comes. We do a new one every month and they're on the homepage of the app. And if you think about them, they're more like they're half similar to our podcast format, but they're more like a like our courses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we usually would put our deep dive courses on the website for a separate thing. But this is a time where I'm like, just like, listen, you know, people need this for a price of a latte a month. We need this information. This is not the time to gatekeep or charge 111. There's not going to be any mention of, again, no disrespect, but there's not going to be any mention of you are a goddess because this is not what's helping us right now, right? What's helping us right now is you can do this. There's a self-responsibility, but actually that's when you will discover how much you can have power and how much you can be fulfilled and what is available to you. And we just really brass tax it. So if you go into the um, if you go into the app, it's on the homepage. You scroll down, and there's a section called workshops, and it has all three of our latest um, new paradigm workshops. That really, I'm so so excited to to share with people because to understand the bigger picture makes you feel less crazy, helpless, whatever it is you're feeling, and when you get out of that feeling then you create this the potential and the possibility for other feelings to to come to you as well so yeah we we've got this and we've we'll do it together and if you have any questions for us you know there is a section in the app where you can ask a question and we answer a question every single day in there too um and so i just really want you to know you're not alone what's happening to you is by perfect design and it's all here so that you can become the person that you always kind of secretly had a thought that you might be and that the greatest discovery of life is that you could. <laughs>